Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, card collectors of all ages, now it's time for Rock'em Sock'em Hockey Cards. Here's your host, Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back at Better Than Ever. Rock'em Sock'em Hockey Cards is on the air, and in the Facebook group, I was uh, ready, all geared up for an epic rant on Block Talk Radio, not having our chat ready, but the chat room is now open, I see. As we went on the air, my complaints got to the bigwigs, the the elitists, the blog talk elitists, who really aren't elitists, uh, trust me, this service may be the worst service in the world. I wish a competitor would take over and, uh, and, and just buy these guys out. Come, somebody come up with a new product because this product sucks. I mean, the podcast world, people are doing podcasts all over the place. There's got to be a better provider than Block Talk Radio. Horrible. Every Saturday, it's some kind of nonsensical nonsense with this service. And I pay for this service. This isn't a free thing. And, uh, you know, I like it to work when I need it to work. Is that so much to ask? Now, I uh, certainly uh, apologize for the rancor that I am coming out with. Other than that aggravation, everything is fantastic. Everything is rocking and rolling. It's snowing here in in New York. And uh, yes, I understand the chat room is open. Jeff, if you've listened, uh, you, you know that I just said the chat room was open. But I guess you're notifying other people. Which is good, since you are my co-producer. So everything other than that is fantastic. We are rocking and rolling. Uh, hopefully Jeff held on to some of his cards uh, for like two weeks. I was off last week unannounced. Had some family things to take care of. I apologize to our loyal listeners, the thousands of our loyal listeners out there, um, about my absence last week. I will try to keep you abreast of that in the future. So lots of things going on in the hockey world, lots of things going on in the hockey card hobby. Uh, We have uh, new releases. We have prices, confirmed prices that I now believe are uh, available to the public. Uh, So we'll get into that. But as uh, we always do here at this this show, this uh, this entertainment uh, program. Oh, we're going to talk about the NHL and who's leading what and who's doing what and what's going on with who, if that makes any sense. Let's get right to the rookies right off the bat because, listen, if you're collecting this year's rookie cards, the Young Guns, now Black Diamond has joined the fray along with Artifacts, Young Guns, 
Parkhurst uh, and OPG as the uh, first four releases of 2017-18, which I think, yeah, I think I'm correct on that. Um, the story around the collectible world right now, I mean, I don't think there's a hotter card out there as far as the youngsters is Brock Besser. Uh, Besser is on a tear. He's got 14 goals, 12 assists in 26 games, which is very, very good. Uh, and very, you know, he's averaging about 16 minutes a game, which isn't a lot, a lot. Uh, but he is killing it on the power play. He has 11 power play points and three power play goals. So he's getting some power play time for a rookie, which is always very good and indicative that they have a lot of confidence in him, and he's been responding. Moving up in the standings, I think a guy that uh, I wasn't really touting in the beginning uh, when it came to rookies as far as the young guns go is uh, Alex DeBrincat, uh, who was, uh, managed to score against my New York Rangers, as I remember. Uh, he's got 12 goals, 9 assists. Um, he's also, and then a guy who was hot early on a very bad team. Uh, the team has gotten a little bit better. I don't know how much better, but Clayton Keller, uh, around 11 goals. I think when we started following Clayton, we started tracking him and considering him he's around like the nine goal mark. So he hasn't really scored all that much, but I think his assists are up. So the helpers are counting. Um, some of the other guys, I, I, I really am impressed by Matthew Barzel, who was in last year's set, um, eight goals, 19 assists for the Islanders. Um, in my area, in my local area, his card is wicked hot. Uh, the Islander fans have come out of the recesses of their, uh, rocks and their, uh, wherever they reside, uh, and I actually have met some really nice Islander fans, believe it or not. Some of the younger people are, are really nice people. The older people I could uh, do with that. But uh, Matthew Barzell uh, from last year's, very hot. Hot, hot, hot. Um, also, i got to tell you this. Mikhail Zergachev is hanging in there with Tampa Bay from last year's sets. Uh, defenseman, six goals, 13 assists. Uh, Sonny Milano has cooled off quite a bit after getting four girls er, uh, four goals early. Um, Nico Hesher, uh, I've seen some really nice passes by this guy on the Devils. Another guy who's booking uh, young guns at a hundred dollars, only five goals, but he's got it, well, excuse me, he's got five goals and fifteen assists. That's pretty damn good. Uh, for a rookie. So he is a passing machine. He's got 20 points in 28 games. Wow. So he is uh, he is somebody of, of value that's actually uh, putting it up there. Uh, I've mentioned everybody except Alexander Kerfoot. Just eight goals, 12 assists. And that really, uh, Charlie McAvoy, another guy, he's booking at 60. On the young guns, uh, defenseman, uh, he has four goals, 11 assists. The reason I'm sp spending so much time on the rookies is because this is upper deck series one and series two is so, um, and it's Christmas time. Everybody is trying to get 
their hot card from their team. And um, right now on the, uh, the eBay's and the uh, collecting world, there are certain cards that are really sought after. And um, right now, Brock Besser is by far, and that's because you know him playing for a Canadian team, a team that resides in Canada. Um, it's it is highly sought after and going for at a premium. Um, however, I will tell you that if you go on eBay, uh, you probably with, with Hessier especially, all the card is booking at a hundred dollars. Um, since there isn't a plethora of devil fans out there clamoring and in the card collection uh, world, um, you could probably pick up the rookie for 49, probably a half book, which is, which is good, especially for a guy that is the the go-to card in a series one series. Usually those cards are hard to get and kids producing. And one of the reasons the devil's, I guess found the need to uh, trade Adam Henrique to Anaheim for Sammy Vatnin. And they also traded Steve Blandisi, which if you know from the other show, Blandisi means something else, not so nice. You'll have to cross-reference shows if you want to get into that joke. Uh, Joshua Sang, who wound up being sent down, uh, again, I'll go back to the Islanders. It's been a long time since we could talk about Islanders that were relevant. Somewhat of a head case. Uh, two goals, 10 assists in 18 games. Not bad. But uh, he's been bounced up. Will Butcher has cooled off for the Devils. He seems to be more of an assist guy. Not much value in a defenseman who just basically gives you assists as far as card collecting goes. So I've spent a lot of time uh, on uh, this. Here's another guy that's sneaking up. I spent a lot of time on the rookies, and because, it, like I said, it is rookie season. Sonny Milano has tailed off quite a bit. Um, Anders Bjork of the Big Bad Bruins in Boston, four goals, six assists in 19 games, and uh, seeing a lot of ice time. So... You can look out for him, and I think that's about it. Um, also, Thomas Shabbat is making a little bit. He was in last year's set. Uh, Shabbat, also a defenseman, making a little bit of a noise, a little bit of noise. Um, I would say so far, really, uh, the only guy that I can see is that isn't really um, doing all that well that is not in the first set as a young gun in Upper Deck Series 1, is Nolan Patrick. Um, He's only got two goals and four assists. Again, these guys are rookies. But for a guy that was so highly touted, uh, he'll be available in Series 2, most likely. Um, He does have a rookie card in the Black Diamond, which I'll get to. In a little bit. So I've spent a lot of time on the rookies. And listen, this is uh, the speculative part of the hobby, which I enjoy. Um, it's uh, it's something that I, I and I also get to keep up with the young players coming up. Um, so that is that. Now, let's get going. Let's move. Let's rock on, as David Essex would say. Let's go to the point leaders. 
Steven Stamkos, 41 points. Nikita Kucherov right behind it with 40. Johnny Hockey, 37. Blake Wheeler, 37. Wow, we got a three-way tie between Goudreau, Wheeler, and Voracek. Anjay Kopitar. Is it Anjay or Anjay? I think I said Anjay Kopitar, I always say. Well, Anjay is having a real bounce-back season. Uh, 36 points. What a, what a player he turned out to be, I have to tell you. He really did turn out to be a super player. Phil Kessel, another guy who manages to score against you-know-who uh, with 35 points. Braden Shen. Look at you, Braden. A guy that, uh, to me, was a guy that kind of un- underproduced with the Flyers has found a home in St. Louis. And uh, Braden Shen uh, doing very well. Mike Shif- Mark Shifley. And Jaden Schwartz, all blues. And there's a Winnipeg Jet right there with Shifley. Assist! Okay, here we go. Jacob Voracek leading the league in assists. Another guy that I thought may be on his way out. Uh, Stamkos, Wheeler, Josh Bailey. Ugh. And wouldn't you believe Connor McDavid has snuck back up after a slow start. He's got 22 assists sandwiched in between him and Bailey is... Johnny Gaudreau. And the goal category. Sean. What? Sorry. Alex Ovechkin with 21 goals. Nikita Kucherov, 19. John Tavares in a contract year with 17 goals. Sean Monahan. Who would have thunk it? Where is this cat coming from? 17 goals on the year for the Calgary Flames. Anders Lee. One of my favorites. I had I took a lot of Islanders here. I don't know. This is very unusual. And I think uh, the only other surprise is William Carlson from the Vegas Golden Knights has 15 goals. Break up the Knights. Break up the Knights. And then your goals against leaders. Uh, bah, bah, bah. You got Ryan Miller of Anaheim uh, doing very well. You've got. Uh, You've got Vasilevsky has 18 wins. Rennie has 16. Hope has 16. The Toronto Maple Leafs, Frederick Anderson, a guy who I'm not a big fan of, is doing very well. 16 wins. He's leading. He's tied for the league in shutouts with three. Uh, the guy's doing well. Can't, uh, can't malign a guy who's doing well. That's right. So, We've gone all over that crapola, and we'll look at the standings before. You know, I know what a lot guys, you, you know, you're like, huh, when is he going to get to the hockey cards? It's all intermingled. It's all part of the grand design, Mo. That's all I can tell you. It's all part of the grand design. We will get to it. A lot of information. And, you know, it's funny because when you talk about hockey cards, it's such a visual thing that I couldn't stand really sit here, I guess I could, because I could talk for hours, and describe, you know, every card, although I did receive a card in a trade that it's fantastic, and maybe I'll throw up a link to it, um, and I, I wound up putting it on eBay, but I may actually um, keep it, if it doesn't sell, I'll put the uh, the links up in the uh, in the chat room 
I, when I get a chance. Now we go to the standings right now in the Eastern Conference. Uh, it is pretty tight. I mean, there is there's five points from the sixth place team uh, to the first place team in the conference in the division. Um, as far as the conference goes, well, well, it's, it's, it's a little bit, a little bit tight. It's still fairly tight. I mean, you've got Tampa Bay leading everything, 42 points. Um, Montreal has kind of climbed back into things. Uh, I think, uh, Richard and Kareen, uh, who I've had on my last program would be very, very, uh, uh, pleased, but I think Jeff cut a diamond should be pleased as much as anybody because his Toronto Maple Leafs are tied for second in the entire NHL. I mean, what a turnaround Mike Babcock and Lou Lamar, leaping Lou Lamarillo have done over there in Toronto. Uh, and uh, they find themselves with 37 points tied with Columbus and Washington. Jersey has 36, the Crylanders 35, Pittsburgh 35, Rangers 32. Rangers still looking like uh, they're on the bubble so far. And playoff bubble. And then we go to the Western Conference, the Kings regaining. What a up, what up and down franchise has been. Cups not making the playoffs. Now they're back on top. They're doing something right over there. 41 points. Blues 40. Nashville has regained their dominance. They have 40 points. Winnipeg Jets and Vegas, two surprises. 38 points for the Jets. The Knights with 37 points. Dallas with a big rebound season, 33 points. Vancouver looks to have cooled off a bit. They are 5-3-2 uh, and two in their last 10 um, Calgary is hanging tough, although they've hit somewhat of a rough patch. And uh, so, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's still early, uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's very interesting to take a look at the standings. So we have done that. We have succeeded where others have failed. And if you've listened to me over the years, that is one of my favorite sayings in the whole wide Okay, so uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about was I wanted to get off my chest, if if I may. Um, I've been attending some card shows of late, and uh, in these card shows, I think it's very interesting that you, you get to deal with different kinds of characters, um, especially when you're dealing with um, the the actual dealers themselves and the guys who have tables when you go to a show. Um, uh, leave out the names to protect the innocent, although I probably don't know their names. I just know them by their demeanor or nickname I gave them, uh, which I don't know if it's the case because in Canada, again, in many ways, I wish I lived in Canada, uh, I'm sure when you go to a collectible show or a card show that's predominantly hockey, uh, here in the States, as I've, as I've said many times, uh, it is a mixed bag or predominantly baseball. 
and basketball and then football and hockey or somewhere in there. Uh, I guess maybe I always think there's not enough hockey because that's what I'm looking for. So maybe it is more proportional, but I don't really see it. I mean, it's a baseball. New York, where I live, is a baseball town, even though there's a crazy hockey following. It's uh, more cult and underground, as they say. Then, um, and I really think it's untapped here in New York um, because there is such a craziness for the, you know for the Rangers and somewhat for the Islanders. Although I don't really think there's a craziness for the Islanders, and I know the Devil fans. You know, I went to the stadium series between the Rangers and Devils, and I said this many times. Now it was considered the Devils home game and the and the and the um tickets were available to uh Devil season ticket holders and Devil fans first. Um they showed up at Yankee Stadium for that game. Uh and it was probably 60-40 Devil fans, which totally shocked me. Because I thought I was I was walking into my home turf and you know, they're going to be very quiet, but it wound up uh, you know, I had to be on my guard. I had to like, uh, I had to be ready for battle, and I was. And uh, one day I shall tell you. Wow, well, it's not really anybody. But anyway, you get into the verbal altercations that you do when you are a, you know, um, when you are a fan of and you're visiting one of your rivalry rivals or engaging one of your rivals in a conversation and. Uh, I could take care of myself in that regard. Okay. So uh, that that goes there, and um, I have no idea what I was talking about before that. Uh, it had something to do with... Uh, no, New York. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the cards. So the dealers that you meet, I mean, I know you guys probably have your favorite dealers. I am a bargain hunter. I like to get a bargain. I don't want to pay... What? This could be one of the dealers calling me up, telling me to get off the air right now. But uh, some dealers will really give you a break, but they're really also looking to make money. And and that is, listen, I applaud that. I have no problem with that. It's funny. I, I'm willing to spend $40 in cards if I know that they're really, now, people say $40. That's all you're going to spend? $40 to me is like, if I go to a show and spend $40, I better have come away with something good. Um, but there are guys I see that they go there and they spend hundreds of dollars, especially at some of these bigger shows. I did a show in New Jersey four or five years back, maybe even longer. And uh, it was a lot of hockey there. It was like, it was really good to see. And I saw people spending hundreds of dollars. As a matter of fact, I sold at that show. I was a dealer. And I wound up selling like $200 worth of stuff. And, you know, was it worth it for me? I mean, I don't know what I paid for the tables, but, you know, I had to go into New Jersey, which costed tolls and gas and this and that. But I was like, I wish this show was around locally near me because people really are into hockey here. And it, it was a lot of people were asking for Ranger and Devil stuff. 
and since I predominantly deal in mostly range of stuff, I was trying to unload some of the stuff that I had gotten and really was less enamored with because that happens. A lot of times you get a card and you're like, wow, this is so great. I finally got it. Look at it. It's beautiful. Look, look, look. And then you say, ah, the feeling doesn't match. You know, sometimes the chase is better than the catch, which is a old motor motorhead song, which sometimes the chase is better than the catch in a lot of things. So I, uh, I've gotten the car, and a lot of times I'd be like, ah, it's okay, you know, it, it's nothing, you know, it's not, uh, it's not uh, pushing my buttons, so to, so to say. So I will, uh, I'll sell it. So I made a lot of money, but there, there are some dealers who, I, I, again, I'm protecting you, but I don't even know your name. But there's this one guy that I hate when people don't price their stuff like openly, like. I don't want you to have to take a look at the card and just like go. I'd rather you have put a box out that says everything in this box is $2. Everything in this box is $5. Everything in this box is $10. Everything in this box is 50 cents. I'd much rather sit there and sort through it than you pick it up and then have to look at it, estimate, then look at me. Like, I know more than you, so this card must be worth more than what I have it out for. But I get a lot of that. Frequent the shows, you people get to know you. Now, I'm a guy that I don't really talk all that much when I, during the interaction. I, try, I mean, some people I have a connection with, but I'm not going to, like, make idle chit-chat to get a better price i guess or or just becoming your buddy so then you're like because a lot of these deals they're very bored in between sales they'll talk to you about anything i mean uh, you know so it's like and and then they say oh i got some hockey here and then you look and it's like you know it's it's trash it's just like total like tops trash you know they haven't they don't even know like it you know it's stuff that hasn't been printed in like 40 years it's like, oh, yeah, and, and, but when you're looking for hockey and you're me, you're looking for current, you're looking for updated the last couple of years, something you could trade, something you could sell maybe, something you could keep. And so I, I wonder if, and I would like to know this either on the Facebook page. I know there aren't a lot of guys out there actively on the Facebook page going to shows. But if you've gone to shows and have had experiences where, you know, with certain deals, and there's this one guy who has – a sign that says cards one dollar and up. What the hell does that mean? That means if I pick up a card, it could be a dollar, it could be a thousand dollars. That doesn't help me. And the guy's annoying. He annoys the hell out of me. He's always gibbering, jabbering about something. And he's one of these guys who's the authority on anything, anything and everything. It's the, oh, you know, Jackie Robinson wasn't the first black player. He was the third, really. Uh, you know, there was a guy who played, had half in his bat. You know, meanwhile, you know he's, he's wrong, but you, you're just like, he just, he just likes the sound of his own voice. A little like me, but I'm not annoying. I'm here to entertain. I'm here to have, make people laugh. So I avoid this guy like the plague. I see him, I go to the other side of the room. 
Because he's got a thing dollaring up. I think I'm getting a bargain. And the next thing he goes, oh, that's $22. These autograph cards are very hard to get. Let to hear you. Autograph cards. Because he gets them signed when he, because he's one of these guys. And again, uh, uh, we were talking about this on the other show. He's one of these guys that's always pestering these NHL players. Can you sign this? Can you sign this? Is it for my son? Meanwhile, you know it's not for his son. He's selling it at the show on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So there are certain guys I like. You know, certain guys, they give you great deals. There's plenty of them. It was an actual, again, I mean, no, you know. Met a nice Islander fan. He was wearing an Islander jersey. That's how I knew. He was selling cards. We were talking hockey. And a uh, nice kid, again, nice kid. Uh, I was talking about the Islanders, and he's like, yeah. And he's basically, uh, I, you know, I don't hate the Rangers, but I don't want any of their cards. I go, I, I'm like you. I get an Islander card, and I want to trade it right away. And I was like, that's where you can make deals with your Islander Rangers. You can become friends over cards. Then separate when the teams play, because there's no, there's no friendships once they get the ice, as far as I'm concerned. So the card show dynamic is quite interesting. Uh, it's a lot of fun, uh, especially when you find some hidden treasures. You can like go home and then you know check the pricing, and you know you got a fifty cent card and it's booking for seven dollars, and you're like, wow. I mean, although you probably couldn't sell that card, you may be able to trade it down the line. It's happened. So the card show thing is quite quite good um i'm trying to think if i've had any crazy um interactions uh, i did see one time a guy try to cash his check at a card show he had a government check and he wanted to cash his check either for cash or for cards that's pretty desperate you must be real addicted to hockey cards if you're trying to cash your check or transfer your check over to somebody so you can buy hockey cards. And uh, I have seen a lot of people that are addicted to hockey cards. Not so much, so much at shows, but at, um, at other places where you can buy hobby boxes and stuff like that. So that is that. Now. Black Diamond is out. It is rocking in the free world. It was released uh, about a week ago or so. Uh, it is a premium product. Uh, it is uh, it is um, once was a product that um, uh, that was fairly affordable. I wouldn't say fairly. It's a, it's all relevant whether it's uh, you know that's kind of a arbitrary term affordable um it's uh it's kind of become a premium product over the last couple of years um so it's uh it's it's interesting how the evolution of the product has developed and what it has to offer this year now as a uh as a uh collector of new york rangers stuff I am deeply, deeply disappointed with this product. And I will tell you why. First off, there is no Ranger rookie 
and not even a redemption in this set. So Philip Heedle does not make the cut. Leah Sanderson, uh, who still hasn't made an appearance and probably will make an appearance in season and uh, series two, we'll see for the Rangers. He as well is not in it. And there are a very limited amount of Ranger cards in this set. So right off the bat, I'm not liking it. Now, if you were to buy a hobby box of Black Diamond, it would cost you probably $200 or more. If you would like to buy a case, a five-box case, it would cost you $1,200. So to me, that is not something that I would be enjoying i will probably try to cherry pick some off ebay but uh, with no rangers to be had uh of the rookie variety i am going to take pass on uh, black diamond this time around um they do have um some other rookies that series one uh does not have uh, which will entice a lot of buyers. Um, uh, Nolan Patrick, who I mentioned before, of the Philadelphia Flyers, is included in the 2017-18 Black Diamond set. Um, these cards, these rookie cards, now this is, this is very in, important. They, they are limited to 99 so there are only 99 printed of these cards, uh, 99 cards of each rookie uh, are printed. So they are very limited quality, I mean quantity rather. So I am going to go down the list of the rookie cards and no Philip Cheadle, Okay, Philip Heedle. Why do I keep saying Cheadle? Because there's that C-H for crime and he's saying. Philip Heedle, there is no... um, So we'll go down. Let's see what's... uh, Anders Bjork, who we mentioned. Alex DeBrincat. uh, Adrian Kemp. uh, Alexander Nylander. Brock Besser. That card's hot. Christian Fish. Clayton Keller. Colin White. Why do I feel like there's been a Colin White before in the league? I don't know. Uh, Dennis Gurianov, Eric Comrie, Evgeny Svechnikov, Ivan Barbashev. What is that? Oh, stop. Hold on. I've got it on mute. I don't know why that's it. Okay. Evan, uh, where was I? Uh, Ivan Barbashev, Ivan Barbasol, JT Comfort, Jake DeBrusque. Got to find out if he is the son of Louis DeBrusque. Jacob Forsbacka Carlson. John Gillies. Is he uh, Clark Gillies? Uh, who knows? Josh Hosang. Jack Roslovic. Luke Coonan. Madison Bowie. Wow. That sounds like a female. Nico Hesher. Nolan Patrick, as I mentioned, Nikita Sherback, Owen Tippett, Peter Solarik, Luke Pierre Luc Dubois of the Blue Jackets, Samuel Marin, Tyson Jost, Travis Sanheim, 
Vladislav Kamenev, Vadim Shipakov, Ship Shipachov, the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, you've got those guys. Now there are some guys that are missing. I mean, from you just thinking, uh, I did not mention. Oh, I did. I did. I did mention Charlie McAvoy. Yes. All right. So McAvoy is in there. Um, I did not see um, some of the other guys that were prevalent. I didn't see Will Butcher in there. Uh, and I, I did see Clayton Keller. Who's the other guy? Who am I missing? Oh, I guess that's it. I think everybody kind of made it in there from series one. But uh, I th- I, like I said, Hedo and we'll butcher some local guys from the New York uh, area did not. So the New York metropolitan area. Um, now, this, this set, the Upper Black, uh, Upper Deck Black Diamond, is not a big set. It is a small set. It is a premium card set. It is a 50-card set. It's got a lot of parallels. Um it's got some really nice-looking rookie booklet relics. Um, they're numbered to 299. They're very they're beautiful. I always love the booklets. The booklets are basically two-page cards. They are what they say. The little mini booklets. They're fantastic. I have a couple, but of guys that are, uh, you know, not of any great consequence. But they are just really nice cards and. Uh, I think booklets are, well, not really cards. They're more like collectibles. They're not even like a card. I always think it was a singular thing, although I guess it could be. Uh, um, You've got all kinds of signatures in there. Uh, You've got tier one signatures, uh, the silver on black rookie signatures are limited to 125, the tier two to 49. Um, I'm not so uh, hot on the, silver on black signatures. I don't really like the look of them. Um, you, uh, you get five cards per pack. There's one pack per box plus one exquisite pack. So you, when you buy five boxes, you are getting, uh, um, one pack in each box, five cards per pack. So it is really, uh, you also get an exquisite pack, uh, along with that, which is kind of a separate, uh, it's part of the same thing, but it, it's it's not. It's exquisite. Usually shows up in the high end products by Upper Deck, um, and it did show up in Black Diamond last year, as I remember, and I think it showed up in the Cup as well of last year. Um, so you will get a, an exquisite pack and a Black Diamond pack. Uh, I've looked at some of the stuff, and I want to talk a little bit about um, game jerseys and event-used game jerseys. Um, A lot of times these players will use, especially in the early releases, since they haven't played in any games, um, they will have, like, rookie events. Like, Upper Deck will sponsor an event where all the rookies come down and they wear their jerseys. And... um, they will use those jerseys in their products. So it not necessarily will be a game-used jersey, but it will be the player uh, would have worn that 
and an event that the rookies partook, partook in, or partook in, yeah, um, before they even actually played an NHL game. So you will get a lot of that. There are um, banners uh, also involved, which I kind of like. Um, they have uh, they have like jumbo patches and logo patches, and but these patches are not from the actual jerseys. They are just ones that Upper Deck has made themselves, and they are really nice looking. I mean, I see some really good ones, and I wouldn't mind it. I don't mind them as long as I'm buying the card or I'm getting the card for like a non-investment kind of thing. If you're investing, you already know that these cards you should kind of steer away from. But as far as, uh, you know, as a fan, as a collector, as a guy who just, you know, or girl who likes just collecting the cards, they are beautiful. And I definitely like them. But again, how bad do I want them that I'm going to spend this much money? Again, I may sound cheap, but uh, listen, I think if you in this hobby, uh, you have to be frugal because there's just so much out there. And if you want, if you want it all, you're going to be spending a tremendous amount of money. There's also some swatches of the um, of players' gloves, uh, the stick swatches. I mean, there's a lot of you know really good gimmicks going on in this set. Uh, uh, and uh, I think people will enjoy it. They can pay the price, but as far as I'm concerned, uh, I would like to, um, you know, I'm just a guy that uh, likes to uh, maybe not go the premium route. So we've talked about that. Uh, we've talked about uh, upper deck uh we talked about Upper Deck Series 1. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about the prices, and then we'll get to Jeff Diamond. Uh, Jeff has been, uh, I think he picked it, He picked these cards a couple weeks ago from a uh, like a dollar store or something up near him. Um, and he uh, he picked them up, and uh, we broke some of them. And I got to tell you, it was like a, a complete blast uh, from the past with some of these names he was w- ripping out because I remember actually getting those cards and ripping that wax, you know, in, in, in 1990 or 92. And he did get some more recent cards, as I remember. I remember he, oh, what did he get? You got He got a, I think he got a Panarin card, as I remember. So, uh, no movement. I mean, no movement from the pricing, the initial pricing. I'm, I'm, I assume that the Upper Deck Series One pricing is now out in paper, but uh, I'm not sure about that. Um, as, uh, as predicted. Now, now, last time we we had the show, the Brock Besser was going for, I believe, sixty dollars. I think it was sixty. It is now at a hundred and going up. So Brock Besser is now a hundred dollars and going up in the real time Beckett uh, uh, pricing. Um, there has been 
little bit of movement on the downside. Um, uh, let's see who's gone down. And I haven't even gotten this guy's card yet, so maybe it's good that it hasn't gone down. Um, uh, is uh, who was I? Sorry, long list here of young guns. Uh, yes, Kaler Yamamoto is now down to thirty dollars, and I'm going to check to see where he opened up at. Uh, Looks like he was somewhere around the $40 range um, at one point. Uh, I have no interest in that guy. I'm not even sure who he's with, and I'm going to have to find that out. So just bear with me. Bear with me in my hockey ignorance, which, you know, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Uh, there's not much I'm ignorant about. Uh, I'm pretty, uh, pretty well-versed in what's going on with hockey. But I am, I know he was a high draft pick, but uh, forgive me, I don't remember what the hell team he's on. And I'm trying to look him up, but of course, can't find link. So I will just Google his. Oh, I got it. Okay. Uh, Kelly, uh, oh, drafted by the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, my Canadian friends. Sorry, sorry. He is, oh, yeah, this is the Pee Wee guy. This guy is listed at 5'8", 154 pounds. My birth weight. I mean, it's crazy. He was his 22nd overall pick by the Oilers. Uh, he's got one goal and eight assists in the Western Hockey League with the Spokane Chiefs. He was up with the Oilers for nine games. He had uh, zero goals and three assists. I don't know if he's up now. Uh, but his card has dropped. All the other cards have maintained uh, their real-time pricing from the last time we talked, I think. Well, we did miss a week, so I don't know if anything changed. Hesher is still at $100. Um, like I said, now you've got Brock Besser is moving up, moving on up. Um, Nylander. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see anybody else with the high price cards. Where? Still, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, uh, McAvoy still holding at 80. His canvas is going for a little bit more. Again, the canvas is always going for more than the actual uh, um, uh, cutter. I will contact you when I need you to call in. That's what I'm trying to say. God, I gotta tell you, it's like it's really, it's really like dealing with. I don't know what it's like dealing with. So, um, so we uh, now I have to find out when this upper deck black is due. So, uh, excuse me while I type here. I should have done this uh, before we went on the air, but Blog Talk was uh, was giving me. Uh, Complete. Uh, uh, well, whatever. I'll have to pass on that. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Why don't you call in now? Let's uh, wrap this shindig up. It's been. Uh, I, I've got to tell you, it's, it's been interesting. Uh, especially hearing me talk. 
Now, the Nolan Patrick Young Gun is going for $150. I wonder what his – now, this is his Young Gun canvas. I wonder what his – since him and uh, Heshier are like kind of the co-big gets, I wonder what they will uh, – Patrick will be fetching with Black Diamond. Um, I'm interested to see that. Um so I I just liked it better when Black Diamond was a cheaper product. They had the the different stars. You had the ruby. You had the different couple different parallels. Not enough where it made you sick. You know it's uh it it's it's I don't know. It's not uh, appealing to me as as most. All right. Uh, Jeff, you can call in at any time because I'd like to wrap this up. Uh, what else do we have? I don't see this UD black at all. Uh, i got to keep checking here. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Because I remember Richard remember, uh, uh, mentioned this on the last show. Okay, the hobby box will be $209. Again, very affordable product. Something you can go out and just pick up and just, you know, on a whim. You got 200 bucks laying around. Hey, I want to buy hockey cards. Oh, again, a 40-card base set. Uh, so, uh, again, this is a premier, uh, a premier um, product. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, I'm going to try to buy one right now. Let's see how much. Oh, there's only three available. Oh, I, well, I've got $600. Let me put this in there. Let's, let me get this. Um, and so uh, with that, I will not. I don't see a release date on it. Uh, still checking. You know, I really should have done my homework. The checklist is here. I can tell you that much. You will, if you get a upper deck uh, UD black, you get two autographs, and you get two other hit, other hits: an autograph, relic, or booklet card, and you get one base and one parallel card. Okay, let's see. Uh, apparently, this is twenty five percent lower than it was last year. Twenty five percent lower. Wow, I gotta tell you, they really are uh, making it affordable for the the younger person. I mean, for the person. Now, Cutter, you only have five more minutes to call in. I have given you fourteen different warnings, to fourteen different times to call in. I've messaged you. I'm delaying. I'm stalling here, and you're not calling in. Now, call in, damn it! I've only got a limited amount of time today. It's snowing out here. It's, I mean, it's ridiculous. We've got to go through this every week with you. Huh. And then I've got to hear you get clocked on a telly. Oh. For shame. You're ruining my broadcast. Ah, don't worry. It was ruined about 15 minutes ago. Cutter is calling in. This is the comedy portion of the show. Please excuse me uh, for getting a little bit uh, terse with the young Jeff Diamond. 
He was really not so young when you think about it. I always think of him as a young guy. Well, he is younger compared to me. Uh, let's see what we got here. I'm still looking for when this is going to be released. Or is it? I haven't seen it, but. All right. Jeff is on the air. Jeff is here. Never fear. Jeff Diamond is here. Jeff, how are you doing, baby? Baby? Well, I'm fine, Eddie. How are you? A baby's a term of endearment. It doesn't mean there's anything romantic happening with us. It's just, hey, how you doing, brother? You know, it's like that's what we say out here. Yeah, you tell that to Jim. He'll probably think we're in a bromance or something. Ah, Jim is too busy with uh, whatever he's doing. At least I do a show by myself. I don't need somebody whispering in my ear what to say. <laughs> That's true. Uh, if you know what, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah, right. I I listened to the last show, like the. All right. Yeah, you're a faithful of that listener. Other program. Of that other yeah. program, we can't mention. This is no. a test if Jim is secretly listening to me. If he's secretly listening to me, this will get back to me. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Jeff Diamond, give us the review. How did you get these cards? You got them at a, a like a Dollar General or something? Um, I think I think well, I think Dollar General is the U.S. equivalent to Dollarama. That's the big dollar store chain in Canada. So. Dollarama. Dollarama. Yes. Does it? Did they have commercials for Dollarama up there in Ontario? Mm, um, actually, no. I haven't really seen commercials for that company. What's the big commercial right now in Ontario? Can you sing it for me? Um, I don't really think there's a lot of commercials with singing in it. It's just basically holiday stuff up north. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. They don't have that baby back, baby back, baby back ribs up there? No. Why would we have it? It's chilies. You don't have chilies up there? Chilies? No, we don't have chilies up north. Uh, I'm trying to think what the uh, Canadian equivalent would be. I'm not too sure. Kelsey's? Kelsey's? No, Kelsey, give me my Kelsey's baby back. Baby back. Kelsey's baby back. All right. So you went to the Dollarama. You got the this assortment of Sorry. packs. uh Cards, right? Yep. And, uh, yep. I know you've been itching. I want to thank you for not opening them, or if uh, you you cer- certainly succeeded where others have failed, which is very good. Uh, so uh, let's was, get. Well, let's, it was, it was, it was torturous. Tough? It oh, was I'm so sorry. torturous, Eddie. That's alright. I apologize. It's alright. It happens. I know, but I, I asked a lot of you, and you succeeded, and I it means a lot to me. And I mean that in all seriousness. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, let's commence with the, the pack breaking, and uh, let's yeah. see what you got here. Let's see if you got some goodies. Because the people love this segment. I got to tell you, I got a lot of mail. I got a lot of email. I got a lot of... Uh, a lot of dark web mail about this that you this this thing was a hit. People loved it. Mm. Terry cool. Terry Lynn loved this segment. Cool. Okay, so now 
Now, just as a reminder, I, I was at the first time I had four packs, and you made me break only one on air. So I have three, by the way. So, yeah, we don't have time yeah, to get into all that. So I, I really, we can, we can, we can do maybe one pack, and then, and you could open the other ones, or you can wait. I'll let, I'll let you decide. So you want me to open one? Okay. One, and then you uh, can either save it for another show, or you can just open the other two on your own, because I've already tortured you enough, and you've already tortured our audience enough. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, well, okay, first card coming out is a, oh, it's an All-Star Skills Competition card of Marc Messier from the 1991 All-Star Game. Oh, it's a oh. upper deck. So, yeah. Kind of um, next is a Darren Van Imp 1996 upper deck. <laughs> Darren Van Imp. Was, was he a duck or a flyer? Well, oh, that was duck. Ed Van Imp. He yeah, was I a duck, right? What team he was on. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Well, I like it better when you don't tell me that. I like to guess the team because uh, oh, okay. it brings me Jeez. back. Uh, okay. okay. Thanks. Ah, oh, ho, 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 here we go. Got a oh. 1990 Bowman of Ranger Bernie Nichols. Ah, Pumper Nichols. Oh, I like that. Yes, I can see that card right now. If you can find a window, throw it out right now because it's worth nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I but have. I already have a Bernie Nichols Ranger card, so. <laughs> okay. Anyway, next is... Um, a 1991 upper deck of Dean Everson. Dean Everson? Minnesota? Yep, Dean Everson. Nope. Wow. What? What team? Hartford. Hartford, yes, right. I had green in my mind. Okay, Dean close. Everson. Okay, next I was is... Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so this company called in the game puts like these inserts in and they're of hockey heroes and i got Henri richard so oh that's with the pocket rocket yep the pocket Henri rocket richard. that's right 11 wow winner okay next is ah nikita kucherov 2016 upper deck nice that's a good one I like yep. that one. What's that? I think that's a second-year card for him. Let me check. What year uh, was that card? Well, it's the 2015-16 season. He finished his second season with the Lightning. Huh. Somebody's yeah, so, vacuuming anyway. down there. Very odd. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Matter. Uh, ne- okay, uh, okay next is a... Oh, a 1992 Park Hurst of Dale Howarchuk. Dale Howarchuk, a very underrated player. Now, this Kucherov, this upper deck, just backpedaling for a second. What's the number on the back? Number on the back is, um, oh, 167. Uh, let me see. Let me check here, buddy. I don't want to... Let me just check for you. I want to get you a real-time pricing here. It is mm-hmm. a fifteen sixteen. Now he's he's wearing the Lightning jersey, of course. He's like 
He's just about yep. he's on one. He's just about to push off, right, on the card. That's what it looks like. Yep, it's against the Blackhawks, and the Tampa outfit has the Stanley Cup final patch on it. Right, I see it in front of me. One dollar. Hey, I'll take it. Take it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number eight is oh some OHL player by the name of Jared Reed. I always get these OHL inserts for some reason. Jared Reed, how do you even spell that? Um, J A double R E T. And Reed like Andre Reed? No, Reed as in Dave Reed. R E I D. Okay. Okay. Next is a. Uh, 1990, 91 pro set of Christian Rutu. Oh, he was a little bit dirty, Christian Rutu. He liked to use the stick. Okay, go ahead. I, I don't know. Is Yarko Rutu his son, or I can't remember? Well, while you're doing oh, no, it, I'll look one. good. Oh, it's two. Oh, okay. Probably. Okay. Oh. Next is um a 2004. No. Sorry, O five O six upper deck of Doug Waite. Boo! Yeah, I know. I know. Doesn't he coach that team? The team yes, we dislike? Yes, he does coach that team. Yeah, that we okay. dislike. Yep, absolutely. All right. Okay. Got about got five cards left. Okay. Next okay. is a... Okay, next is a 2009-10 Upper Deck SPX of Simone Gagné. Simone Gagné. Gagné. Eh, never liked them. Always killed the Rangers, though. Yeah. Is he still I, in hockey? Yeah, that's right. Is he? I don't remember. I think yeah. he is. I don't anyway, think he remembers okay. either. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we've got a 90-91 Pro Set of... Steve Casper. Wow. Good defensive forward. Mm-hmm. How much else? Was he involved in yeah. the Cam Neely trade? No. I'm getting something mixed Steve up with Casper? that. Casper? No. I know he put... No, he was... Um, I think he was with Boston for a long time and then got traded in 89 to L.A., so... Yeah, he was not part of that uh, trade. Okay. I think it was. I think it's Barry Pedersen. Right, Pedersen, Barry Pedersen. Yeah, no, Pedersen. That was right. You were right. Yes. Uh, next is a. Ooh, geez, stupid Islanders. I got a 1990, 1990 score of Randy Wood. Ah, Randy Wood, dead wood. Terrible player. I know. Yep. Oh. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, this looks cool. Um, I got a Parkhurst of Yammer Yager '94. Um, it says Parky's best. <laughs> Parky's best. Parky's best. Yeah, for Parkhurst. Okay. That's weird. And lastly is a. What, what, oh, what's the number on? What's the number on that Yager card? Um, three one four. All right. Let's see what this card's worth. 
Yeah, but it's nice for a nice Uh, yeah. Wow! This is a hit! Wait, I don't know if it's a hit. Really? I have to find out. If I, it might be a hit. It, all right. Uh, it, it says Parky's Best on the side in green. There's like a green thing. Uh, is it green? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, no, I don't think it's a hit. I'm trying oh, to figure well. out what the gold the, the gold variant is of this, but I probably can get you the uh, the, the one. Anyway, uh, I digress. So yes, the party's best. Fi- I see the card. Yeah. yeah, and finally. Yeah. And finally, oh, an upper deck ninety two ninety three of Sylvan Turgeon. Oh, was he, was he on Buffalo at that time, or the Whalers? No. No. Oh, no, um, no. Yeah. Sylvain was on the Whalers. Okay, and who's he on here? Uh, excuse me? Uh, what did you say? On the card, what is he? Uh... Oh, it's a, a it's a 107. Um, I think it's I think it's just um, a card singling that he would remember, Sylvain Turgeon was with Montreal, but then Ottawa took him off in the expansion draft. So, Ah. Yes, it was an expansion draft card, so yeah. Uh, this just in from the uh, Rock of Sakam Hockey Cards news desk. Simone Gagne has not played in the league since 2014-15. So we've, yeah, uh, I figured uh, as much. Yeah, I figured as uh, much. So. Well, I don't think you could have done worse than last week, but you managed to do. Uh, I didn't see anything that I liked in that pack. I mean, it was good stroll down memory lane. I think you did much better last week with your, well, two weeks ago. With uh, Although the Kucherov is nice. Kucherov is not yet. With the Panarin so far, Panarin's number one. Yeah. I enjoy the Kucherov, and I'll have to investigate on that Yager card on whether it's worth 20 cents or $3. Uh, but I do see the Parkies. I do see Parkies best. But I'm trying to figure out why, what makes a Parky's best gold, because I don't see any gold thing here. I don't know. No, I don't even gold. like that with Parky's best. A stupid name. Anyway. Well, well, Jeff, I thank you for joining me. And, and again, you can open up those two packs and save them. It's all in your... You know, you can post it to the Facebook page what you break on the other one, and I'll let everybody know, or you can hold them for the next broadcast. Um, I'm, I already opened them, Tee-hee. Ah, good for you. Holidays come yeah. early. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me, my co-producer of this great show, of this phenomenal show, of the number one hockey show rated on the Internet by... Sport Magazine, by Dynamite Magazine, and now Omni Magazine. Three magazines which are are all not in publication anymore, which is is great. So thank you, Jeff, and uh, uh, have fun. If I don't talk to you, happy holidays. Same to you. They are the great Jeff Diamond, ladies and gentlemen. Or the not-so-crap. So, ladies and gentlemen, you basically waited for that. So you really must love this podcast. But listen, it's it's become part of the show. It's like I said, it's a big hit. 
to hit all over the world. Well, that concludes another wacky, fun-filled, informative show that I have to say, I mean, you know, with no callers other than Jeff, we rocked it. We had fun. I mean, I thought we talked about hockey. We talked about life. We talked about pricing. When I mentioned that Brock Bester's card went up to $100, my wife went, what? Yes. A lot of surprises. And that Yamamoto guy, whatever his name is, God, I'm so bad. I should really look up for his name. I'm sorry. Let me see. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be remiss in that. I got small. Let's, let's see here. Yeah, Yamamoto. I was right. Kyler Yamamoto down to thirty dollars. Watch out for that Anders York. He might be coming up. Josh Osang, twenty dollars. I like it. Just playing to this music. I should do the pricing to this music. Sounds good. Sounds less, I don't know, robotic. Anyway, I want to thank Sports Card Forum for linking this show and all their support, tweeting me out all over the internet and the interwebs. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, my wife. Uh, I'd like to thank the Academy. And, uh,. Tune into Blue Shirt Underground Radio. You can hear me and Jim Schmiedeberg do our shtick over there. Everything and anything about the New York Rangers. And uh, I'll see you at the movies. And uh, thanks for listening to this week's broadcast. So take care, everybody. Thank you.